How are you folks and welcome to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. Joined this week by James Bransfield and Tom Crotty. How are you lads? How are you Stephen? Good evening Stephen. Yes, Johnny Tobin is uh, he's busy at home doing some odd jobs around the place like that and keeping uh, sure. the, the lines of the law and everything. So Johnny's always busy lads. <laughs> Johnny's always busy. He's on eight weeks holidays though. Jenny, how bad? From rugby. Like a teacher. Doesn't oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, want know what to do themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Be bored. Um, lads, there's lots to discuss this week. Um, we're going to wrap up. We'll be wrapping up the local stuff, obviously, now the next uh, weekend or two. But uh, we're going to preview Carlo against North Mead in the provincial seconds plate. Of course, huge games in the Heineken Champions Cup this weekend. Leicester Tigers, Leinster, Munster, Toulouse. Uh, the Leinster junior team are in action tomorrow as well. Two lads from Kilkenny uh, involved in that. Uh, Sean O'Brien, rumours of him coming back to coach in the Leinster Academy, doing skills and bits and pieces there. Uh, so lots and lots of uh, uh, different things to talk about. But first, we're going to have a chat about this match uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm going to put us up the side of the screen there so it's easier to see. Uh, Tom, uh, chance of a bit of silverware. Um, before you just wrap it up for the year, the seconds have been flying it. They flew it in the league. Um, this would be a nice way to put, the, I suppose, the icing on the cake or the cherry on top. Absolutely. Uh, as Eddie, or as Eddie, our coach, as the seconds coach said, said on case the large one of the week said they're going up there with nothing but the idea that they want to win, you know. Um we've um we've a fairly fairly strong side pick. Um we have our club captain Ross Ross Elms is back after his um ruptured actually his tendon which he got in the first uh in the first game of the season and he's back. Lovely. He's played two games for a second in in the centre and um he's he'll be start he should be starting the center again um we have fairly it's a it's a strong strong back line um we have um young scrum half uh johnny who played on the first played 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 on the wing on the first has gone in scrum half and has been has been a revelation uh I'll probably have my own young fella ben is going to be playing full back um who else is there uh we've young quinlan in the center who got he got the uh, player of the year for the college he's uh i think he's six foot four six foot four center uh oh, so he's in there beside ross <laughs> and uh lean slater playing at 10 is good lean's good old boot on him um two good wingers and sam dunn and uh, uh so like we're fairly strong pack Pack is pack is, is is fairly decent as well. Lads that have been there all day, all year round. Um just a couple of was a couple of niggly injuries there. We don't know whether one or two may or may not play, but even without them it should be strong. Um uh, we don't know a lot about North Mead at by their uh, combined team this year. I know their number eight was the number eight for Ashburn. Um, Ashburn uh, Dippy. Dippy, yeah, he played a uh, good bit of rugby league and seems he's doing an, he's doing a lot. The lads are saying he's doing an awful lot of CrossFit, so we're kind of expecting. We would have played against him an awful lot over the last few years, and he was actually, I suppose, for we used to play Ashburn, he was kind of 
the one man that we'd always have to watch because he's just an absolute machine to carry ball and break tackles like. Now, that was 18 months ago was the last time I saw McKenney and he pulled his hamstring and that was the last we saw of him in Division 1 but he was just an absolute machine to carry ball like. You know, yeah, we um, kind of we expect that to we kind of expect this in um we look from what information we've got, it's that they have a strong pack. Um but we would hope to try and try and take them out take them out wide. Um, I remember we went up to play was it Athboy in a in 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 a seconds cup there in twenty sixteen and we thought we were going to come just to blow them away. It was one of the toughest, hardest games we ever played like him. They're not known quantity, like you just don't know. You don't know what to expect from them. Yeah, so this is it, and also they've kind of come from other clubs, and some have come from other clubs and have and have come back. You know, have come back when they didn't have uh, when they didn't have either club. So there's there's mm. there's guys coming back in, seem to have come back in there, and uh, we don't know what they're. You know, I like to be. I don't know actually what they're like. So yeah. they are an unknown quantity, and as you said, like that's their first team. We've got to remember that this is their um, I don't know what division they're in, it's three or four, but like it's their it's their first team. So yeah. I mean, it, it's a huge thing for them too to try and win silverware. Um, we had to go to we had to go to them because um, we didn't want to play that. We tried to we had the weddings and stuff at the weekend, at the bank holiday weekend. So in fairness, we asked them would they move it. Would it be interesting in moving it off the bank holiday? And they agreed, and we actually tossed a coin to see where it was. In fact, it was home and away, but we lost. But I think even even if they if if they hadn't tossed a coin, we probably would have gone up to them because they, just, uh, to be fair. To, just to be fair. But look, yeah. we want to win. We've won the league. You know, the lads won the league. They were really uh, peeved to lose out to Gory or to Enniscorthy. Sorry, in the second in the second in the actual cup. You know. We were missing missing a, a, a few key players that day, a bit of and and actually we're missing more experience and and Scotty had a very experienced side out. You know, the, a lot of lads came back for that for that game. You know, their thirds, so you know they had guys coming back and and we just kind of got caught a bit on the hop and the boys were really annoyed because it was the only game they actually lost all year. <laughs> so they, you know, it's uh, so this this is to try and put things right. But look. Uh, it's a cup match it's a cup final and we all know what they're like um, we just hope and ask for as much support as possible I think we actually have a good crowd coming from Carlo good. so um, just to get up there and try and win that on Sunday and just uh, put a bit of ice on, 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 on whatever kind of happy with our season absolutely and the best of luck Tom uh, fingers crossed for you isn't uh, obviously like you said the league already uh, in the cabinet now would be a nice one uh, as well and cap off the year nicely and uh, you know it's good to have that under the belt going into next season as well even for the firsts uh, you know it just it brings brings a bit of positivity with it I suppose before you start into pre-season again and pushing on because he's done a lot of work this year and you can see progress that's there so all, yeah, well, we had, always helps we had 28 guys training on Tuesday night Wow. In May. That's in May. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah. You know, and that's just we like we that's just incredible. So it just shows the the buzz that it's out uh, that's out there at the moment. Just uh, there's a bit of graph for rugby. So look, 
anyway fingers crossed <laughs> absolutely lads plenty of uh, provincial uh, rugby taking place this weekend the Heineken Champions Cup um, it's a huge weekend the quarter finals will start I suppose by previewing our, our own locality our own province uh, Leinster against Leicester Tigers the Leinster team named today I don't think you can really make it any stronger. I know there was calls in there for Ryan Baird earlier and a couple of other bits, but in fairness, uh, some of the lads are coming back from South Africa. There was question marks about why aren't they included. The reality is they only flew in on Monday, Monday afternoon. They didn't train till Wednesday, and uh, it's just it's too much of a short turnaround to have them popped into this sort of a squad. There wouldn't be enough time to get enough work done, so to speak. But uh, look at that team. Um, it's an Ireland team. Yeah, bar fourteen. Oh. Bar f- fourteen. You know, four. I mean, yeah. that, that yeah. front row, that are, that that the front row. We don't have to say anything about it. The back row, the half backs. Has it that that that, that team has everything? But no excuses, yeah. lads. With that team, I, I, oh. I think with the pack that they have and the experience now, like. Last season, last season going into player La Rochelle, um, we had the same issues as as before. With would would Leinster stand up to the the power of of a French pack um, or a big you know that big pack? But these guys have played; yeah. they've been blooded this year, really, because they've played together against France. They've played together against England. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've had tough mm-hmm. game. They've had some really tough games there, so like they're not a going. To, they're not going to. They know what's ahead of them. Like Leicester are a serious outfit, and yeah. to play them over there is going to be tough. And they will have a. They have a. They have a serious pack. Like Leicester have a serious pack, but it's just say like that's the Irish front. It's the Irish front row. Ross Maloney is, is playing really, really well, yes. and he's a hardy. Like, he's a hardy book, and that's what you yeah. need. Uh, he's he's heavy. a real abrasive second row, like he just. He looks like the sort of guy that you could thump and kick him and beat him all day, and he'll stay coming back and stay coming back. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm blown. I've actually I didn't see that Leinster team until now, but I'm actually blown away by it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's incredible. Like, they have, like if Rudok more experience on the bench, Rudok is there, another beast on the bench. You have Sheen, Sheen, who's there. Like the the speckle difference between Ronan Kelleher and Sheen, like they're there, they're both at the moment. But you know, at, at athletics end of road. Second row, yeah. Keane Healy, like that's that's a serious outfit. Yeah, like look at the front. Yeah, it's to take off that entire front row and put Sheen Healy and Ella Latoya in. Serious stuff. The now, only... Mac- sorry, go ahead, Tom. I no, sorry, McCarthy would be probably fairly fresh. See, McCarthy is the only one that I have yeah. actually fear of of scrum half because I don't see my Jesus. I don't know. Oh, I didn't see. It. I didn't see. It. I, or McGrath. It's, it's, oh, it's McGrath. Sorry. Yeah, you're all right, Jet. Um, Luke McGrath's in there, scrum half. That's so McCar- McCarty is the McCarty's second row. You know, yeah. That's but okay. look at this. The, the the Leicester team isn't too shabby either. Like, and let's not forget, it was only a few months ago, a few weeks ago, that Ellis Genge did a job, and well, legally or illegally, did a job at Clyde Furlong. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Look so, at that team. Like Dan Cole. Yeah, like Dan Cole. He's a bit of a PM as well in current years, but Leicester are playing like I'm watching I'm I'm watching any time around the telly. Leicester are playing great rugby. In in in, in fairness to Steve Bartwick, he's kind of 
he has succeeded where others have failed in the last five or six years in getting Leicester back to do what Leicester have been good at. Um, you know, it's it's going to be, I think, a traditional cup game. This it's two kind of titanic teams of Lens of European rugby. Leicester back at the very top of their game. Leinster in the championship part of the season. This is when Leinster showed our true worth. Um, I think it's going to be. I think this is the game of the weekend, despite Munster and Toulouse and all the other games that happen. I think this is the game that everyone wants to be watching this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the it. difference on the benches. I'm just looking at yeah. the, at, at the Leicester bench compared to the, the, the Freddie Burns, Adola, Wigglesworth, Adola, Wigglesworth, Adola. Yeah, very well. Yeah, it's a good. It's a strong bench. It's like it's yeah. particularly their backs. Like Nandolo is a try scoring machine, even though he's apparently leaving Leicester now at the end of this season, but he's a try scoring machine. And Chris, we have I, our old friend Chris Ashton back in. Yeah, who was mouthing about right. James Lowe a few years ago as well, oh, saying he was true, too big yeah. and too heavy. Remember that? <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, too I, big, I, too slow, or too heavy, wasn't that? Yeah, like with their back row, I mean, looking at Jasper, like it's very, they're very kind of similar. Like it's a similar yeah. sort of pack. Like Jasper Visa would be very similar to our own number. You know, it, it's just looking at it, like it, 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 they're quite similar. Yeah. Packs, you know, as pack go. Yeah, like, could the Welford Road factor play a part in it? You know, the fact that oh, it's, it's in, huge. It's in Welford Road. Like they yeah. are, they are, I suppose, the most traditional of all. Like themselves in Gloucester would be the real traditional English rugby supporters. Um, I think it, it will have a big effect on the game, and it's the old style stadium. You're there on top of the pitch, and you know the players. The supporters can only touch the players when they're running down that really steep tunnel out of Welford Road onto the pitch. It's, uh, I think it's going to be a cracker. Uh, well, I, cracker I, I, I absolutely think so. I think it's actually the game of the week, will be the game of the weekend because I think it's going to be, as you say, that that stadium really adds to it in the atmosphere. It, it, it's a, you know, the, it's a superb place to go and play rugby. Uh, um, and and I, Leo Cullen will be as well used to it as well. Well, they are. Yeah, and, and, used to play there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Got a Champions Cup medal with them as well. Heineken Cup medal. Yeah, I can't wait. Bit nervous about it, but uh, can't wait. Like Leinster, the best team out. There's no excuses. There's no. They're not. It's not like La Rochelle match last year. You, you know, you give allowance for missing Johnny and Luke yeah. McGrath or whoever or whatever it was last year. But this year, no excuses. Um, Would you go they, so far as saying that's the winner of this? It could. Likely be the favourites to win the tournament outright. Absolutely. Pick me a team other than other than which we'll talk about them after it's to lose. Like pick a team there that's going to like can do the damage. I think yeah. that's the thing. I think Le- I honestly believe Leinster are slightly better team on paper mm-hmm. and the way they play. I think your thing, James, of the factor of how much going away to Leicester will give them you know the home advantage will be to them i think Leinster are a better team but it's uh can't wait i'm saying leo cullen has experience obviously of welford road uh that whole Leicester thing uh and then of course if uh his assistant coach of course well used to english uh rugby lancaster um, yeah. you know he knows oh. the place inside out as well so you've all these little positives or these little sort of 
things that uh, sort of help Leinster along as well. But sure, we'll have to yeah. wait and see. Ben Young's you know, had a good interview earlier in the week about it, and Ben was totally as he, as you'd expect him to be. Uh, lots of respect for Leinster. Just all the players, all the experience. Um, they know exactly what's coming over to greet them. So. Indeed, indeed. No, look at George Ford up against like, Johnny Sexton. Ford can be flaky enough. Ben mm-hmm. Young's up against JV Giet or uh, Jimson Gibson Park, JGB at nine. That'll be a fair battle because Ben Young's is class. Yes. Park is excellent. Yeah. I think it's going to be deadly. I think it's going to be a great game. But I also think yeah. Rassing and Sar- Sharks is going to be a good game. Sale. You know, mm-hmm. Sale are a good side as well. They are, absolutely. Lodges, lads, will be glued to the couch this weekend. Um, Tom, uh, I was going to say, yeah, it's the, the Leicester team, the, the, what they have this, uh, Harry Potter is at number 11 and George Martin at 20. You know, the, the, the association there with uh, writers and books. But anyway, um, it's enough about that. That match is tomorrow, 5 o'clock. So before uh, five, that, yeah. 3 o'clock, we've got this one. Munster against Toulouse, the Aviva Stadium, of course. Uh, our uh, musical friend has taken over Tolman Park uh, for the weekend. Uh, so uh, Munster played this in the Aviva, but their ticket sales have been pretty good. Uh, we'll look at the Toulouse team in a couple of minutes, but from a Munster point of view, Tom, beginning with you, what do you reckon? Um, just as we chatted earlier, I think, we have, I think the back line is as good as what Munster have. Um, without Conway, as as is considered, he is probably early for him to be back. I don't think there's a lot more we could do with the, with the back line. I know, um, some will say Connor like putting Connor Murray in the uh, Connor Murray in again, K. Crazy's that debate is still, still out there. I think that, um, I just think that a little bit of th- a little bit of experience with Connor Murray for the first bit anyway, and he's also really good defensively. Uh, mm. Whatever about whatever about Murray, as you know, his his pass wouldn't be as quick. His box kick is good. Um, we all know what his box kick is capable of, but his defensive play, I think, could be that a little bit better than um, uh, than Casey's. I'm a wee bit worried about the forwards, and just like we said about Leinster last season, I. Just will be just a bit worried about the size of of the Toulouse pack, and and how they can wear how how they can wear you down. And if they kind of wear you down, well then you have the two best halfbacks in the world <laughs> ready to pounce. And that's it, Jeff. Oh, it's I can't wait. I'm going up to the match because I just I, I just can't wait to see. You know, it's it's you want to see first of all. How monster hand, how monster hand, but you're going to see like I think it's what is about seven of the French team on it, including as they say, the, the two best halfbacks in the world at the moment. So, I think it's monster's success is all about when from when monster fail, and it's always this time of the season they fail because they fail to match the opposition up front. And I think the monster front row. Second row, even though in the second row, Klein is having a great run of form. I'm just concerned. I don't think I don't think the monster back five with the best will in the world, or even the whole monster pack is going to be good enough to match um to match to lose up front. Yeah, you have look, but you see on the replacements you have in Jason Jenkins 
a big, big guy. So, I mean, he's yeah. definitely going to come in. At, he'll come in at some stage to, to yeah. try and help it out. Alex Condell has been playing absolutely outstanding. Mm-hmm. You'd just be a bit worried. Is this one step too far? It's a bit too fresh. You know, a bit too young. Look, but we've all said that before. We said it about Leinster player, about, you know, different players from Leinster when they started. Um, were they, you know, would have been too soon? Or who's this guy? And all of a sudden they've been outstanding. But I don't know. It's just, it's a big, big ask up front. Big, big but let's ask. not forget Josh Richardly's scrum against Claremont when he came on and nobody was giving him a chance. And first scrum, he won a penalty for Munster. You know, he can't yeah. do it, you know. Yeah. And the way Munster have been the last couple of weeks, there'd be a bit of confidence there as well. There would be, but as we were saying earlier, they've been playing great rugby the last few weeks, and they've been brilliant to watch. Let's just hope Van Graan doesn't pick and bring in this whole game plan again of conservative rugby and conservative play and kick it up in the sky and pin them back because we don't want we want to keep. He wants to keep them pinned back. He wants to keep the points. And uh, into Mac out of the game and they can play the percentages like they did against Leinster last year. I hope Munster just go out and play rugby tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be kicking the ball too far either. No, <laughs> that's a hell of a like, fullback in Ramos as well. That's yeah. true, yeah. <laughs> like, the, just looking at the team across the board, like, I mean. It's a, it's, it's a class Serious act. Stuff. Yeah. A, you, know, you got to remember that the, these have gone out and they're only like the players that have won have won the Grand Slam, but they've also got the experience of, of beating La Rochelle in the final and beating her, you know, well last year. Yeah. You know, a serious outfit. And these guys have experience and it's cup experience. That's why I'd be a little bit worried about uh, about Munster's capacity to stay to stay with them. You know, I, I we know look they're going to go out and give it socks. I'm worried about the Aviva and the sense of the Aviva is not Toma Park. And it's like, you know, mm. you said it about Leicester and their home. You know, it's it's right in on top of you. When you're in Tormund, you know, you've, uh, the terraces are right in on top of you. You know, yeah. there's, there's lads screaming at terrace level. Whereas this is, uh, I'm, hoping the, I'm hoping the atmosphere is good because so far, other than the All Blacks, the atmosphere this year has been absolutely chronic up there. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that they can do something that uh, a sea of red will uh, give them some sort of an atmosphere. But that's my yeah. other, you know, it's a, it's a serious fear that just the 16th man will be lost a bit in the Aviva because I don't know what it is about that stadium. But uh, yeah, the life of soul went out of it when they when they knocked the old lens down road. Yeah, it's just it's just not up on top. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, the only thing is it won't be a social occasion this time. Like it's not like a Six Nations where you kind of had a lot. Of, there is a lot of social aspect to it too, and that's walking yeah. in and out with drink during the whole game. I think this is going to be yeah, a, uh, a banging event. So I think yeah. if there's anyone, if Munster are anywhere near them at all, I think it'll it'll be it'll be great. Uh, look, fingers crossed for them because they're after improving so much, mm-hmm. you know, in the last couple of weeks. And uh, win, lose, or draw, the main thing is that they don't they don't. Don't quote and, and uh, fold, you know, in a second. And you know half. what? It kind of looks like there's a, probably a little bit of sense of how would I say, um, security for the Munster players now. They know their coach and take it coming in next year. It's it's nearly all but confirmed that Leamy is going to be the third cog of that wheel. And you know, I think it um, gives Munster players probably a little sense of 
everything is settled now, you know, there's no messing around, they can focus on what they need to focus on. Um, despite what they say, that coaching setups has no influence on them and how they play, probably, probably, I, I think it probably ha has had, you know, there's been an air of uncertainty there, but I think that air of yeah. uncertainty is gone now. Yeah. They've gotten the coaching ticket for next season that I think everybody wanted them to have. And yes. Rest and leave. Yeah. It's, yeah, like there's a, not that there's never any thought put into it, but this is a bit more calculated. There's a bit more mm. of a, you, and you called it way out, James, as well. You were talking about Prendergast back, geez, months ago, I think, uh, on the podcast as well. But you got all the lads you'd want in there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of yeah. Got you get, I was afraid that wasn't going to come through for them because he still was under contract with, with, um, with Rassing. But um, he's, uh, he's a nice catch to have. He is a good catch. Like, I mean, I fun, fun, funny. I played against Mike Prendergast back in 2006, like, and he was class when I played, played, played against John Monster once. And he was, he was just class, but he was such a nice man, you know. And you could see by him back then that he was so respected by everybody around Limerick. Yeah. You know, um, you've got to hand it like that. He's come the hard way around. Like, he went from playing with Monster. To playing for Young Monster, to coaching Young Monster, to Bernard Jackman giving him a shot in Grenoble, wasn't it? Bernard Jackman brought him in as a That's right, yeah. skills coach into Grenoble about six years ago. And now he has worked miracles with the um, Racing backline without doing anything, like as we said earlier, without reinventing the wheel, just to find nuances and detail that they're getting right. And now he's coming back for kind of one of the biggest jobs in Irish rugby is to be the attack coach with Munster. One of the world's most renowned rugby players has been there for the last two years, three years, and has failed to deliver. But Mike Prendergast, everybody is, anything I'm reading is saying, he is the one that's going to make Munster tick. So only time will tell, but it's a big coup for Munster to get him back. Yeah. Yeah. Even getting Leamy back in, you know, just well, bringing the local lads back into it as well. Just it all that's helps. If they do. That's if they do get Leamy. It's looking, it's looking fairly positive, but it's Munster's own fault that Dennis Leamy ended up in Leinster. You know, he was working away yeah. doing bits and pieces with Munster. And they wouldn't give no, I think, I, think Leamy is, I think Leamy is confirmed. The full is he? ticket. Yeah, no, the whole okay. thing is they announced the whole thing. And there is, do, 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 there is a scrum coach there as well. Okay, I didn't realize that. I didn't uh, realize that. It, yeah, I can't, I didn't pronounce, know I can't pronounce his name. I can't remember his name worse than more than you think. He played for. He played a couple of games at Munster. Played played with Ulster. Uh, oh, Andy Kiriakou. That's, that's the man. It. He's with Hooker, the one of, He was one He's hard the, man. Gives you a good memory. That's Andy Kiriakou. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he was, uh, he's he was an Irish qualified hook. That's right. He played, I think he joined Munster from Sale Sharks or one of those teams back in about 2008 or nine. No, before uh, it was, was 2006. It? Yeah, it. he left before. I think it was he, he was no, he's in between. He actually missed the Heineken Cup. Hmm. <laughs> he missed um, the Heineken there Cup. There was somebody I was, I was one of the ex Munster players, could have been Jerry Flannery or something like that. Did a uh. Did a um a kind of a questions and answers thing, and they asked who was the toughest player you ever played with or against, and he said it was Andy Gariaku. Oh, Ooh. 
Well, I hope he installs it a bit into the into the monster pack because that's what he's that's what he's gone in as anyway. Good stuff. So that's, that's the four. That's the four confirmed names. And and with Dennis Levy moving aside, the rumours are and Jerry Thornley had an article uh, about Johnny Tobin's going to Leinster. Johnny Tobin <laughs> is going to Leinster. Take over the academy. Um, no, Sean O'Brien could be on his way back from uh, London Irish to look after. Uh, bits and pieces with the academy fellas, uh, skills coach and that sort of stuff. Um, so we're not confirmed, uh, but it has been rumoured and there's a piece from Jerry Thornley about it. So it was start of Sean's, I suppose, proper coaching career, uh, to put it, put it uh, you know, he has spoken about wanting to go down that road. So, yeah, be a nice one. I don't know enough about Sean personally to know, but anytime I've met him, he strikes me as a person that would have the right temperament to be a coach. Yeah, he started to coach that Tullow 2017 Towns Cup side as well. He was there, you know, he was there. hanging around. I did a lot of work with him as well. He is seemingly like yeah, I haven't been there for the experience of his coaching, but I mean they've all said that he's a phenomenal person to have in your, you know, it's like a Paul a Paul O'Connell esque yeah. uh, type of player to have in your dressing room and. Uh, I mean, if he's if he's in there as a skills coach or in there as like a, a specific role, I mean, I, he can't be anything but good because I mean, at the moment, it's like a fear. A fear to me was that the likes of Sean would, you know, if he went back and he stopped, he stopped coaching, or you don't keep up your career, that um, you know, he yeah. just fade away into the background. But at the moment, like Sean O'Brien is still a household name for you know. For any anybody that's in any academy at this stage for the next year, a couple of years, you know, it was it will still be a will still be a, a household name for the uh, for the next while, and, and that's and that's a good thing too because mm. I think it just young lads there was saying, you know it's a part of the, the part of that coaching ticket, and I think Dennis Leamy, I mean, Leinster were no fools, I mean they were glad to pick him up, and obviously thought he had something to give. You know, and they wouldn't have moved him into the senior setup as they ha- as they have for this, you know, for this season. And so quickly until they, you know, they must have seen something in him. Um, I heard Ronan Gar- O'Gara has nothing but absolutely really really good words to say about him as a as a person as a leader. And you know, he said it's just one person you, you to have in the dressing room. It's just that's what I'm back saying about Sean. I think very similar type. Obviously, you know. To be able to to be able to spend time and get back in and and give these lads a bit of inspiration is more you know it's just as much as as uh, as anything. Um, so I'd, I'd be delighted to see Sean back in Leinster. It'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Here, here. Um, yeah. So looking forward to all that this weekend. Before we wrap up, lads, uh, a word on Jake McDonald and Wes Carter. They're lining out for the Leinster Junior Team against Munster. That's on Saturday. That's tomorrow. James. Uh, and if the Leinster win this one, they have the series. Have they? I, I uh, no. So I, I, I was reading. No. I, I went to see the game last week between the juniors and Connacht. Uh, it was 6-3 at halftime and it was 6-3 at full time. So I can say it was really safely the most exciting game of rugby I've seen in years. Not. Uh, <laughs> it was absolutely chronic. Um I don't know. I probably get shot for this because I'm sure there's lads that are part of it. Do listen to this, but I just thought it was just awful. I don't know what I went over expecting. Uh, you know, 
the best team and the best junior players in 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 Connacht versus the best junior players in in Leinster, and I don't know. It was just a horrible game, absolutely yeah. horrible game. I hope they can move it. I thought I would have. Pref- I like um, I thought the Atai ten was had been was good, but. I don't know. I still think I would have liked to see Jake back in the 10 in the second uh, half. I think. We tried Jake at 12 once this year. He's a great ball carrier, but he's, he's, he offers more at 10. I think he does. And I, and, and I, I mean, we've seen, we've seen, I've seen him play. He, he just can take the ball to the line and really go for it and make a break. Yeah. I thought um, the, the 10 was, you know, good distributor of the ball i just thought it was really missing some form of attack uh there's um their center pairing their center pairing like which like jake was it's good but i guess as i say i would prefer to see him at 10 the uh tie the tie 13 is really good young fella i can't remember his name so i'm not going to get into it sure he's uh, really 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 good miller's the out half um, okay. like he played AIL at scrum half, and that you know, he's a good player, but yeah. I don't, I don't know, just, just, just flat as missing. The pack were really good, some really good players, and the solid players. Uh, the buying it was a buying six was really, really good, just an absolute beast of a ball carrier. Um, uh, I thought Wes had it, Wes had a reasonably good game, probably not his best game, yes. But, you know, solid. Then again, he's coming off. It's coming off a hard season too. Coming off a hard season because yeah. he's had some. He's had some pretty tough injuries this year. I yeah. actually, you know, I know he always loves being involved with the juniors. And um, he's joined first junior cap in 2015, and he's been going ever strong since. But I would say this year, Wes might have only the fact, and this is totally me surmising without speaking to Wes. But I'd say only the fact that he was made captain this year, he might have. Mightn't have got, gone forward for it, you know, um, because I'd say his body needs a little bit of time to recuperate and recharge the batteries and get the niggles out of the way. He hurt his shoulder in the cup final. He's building a house at the moment. Um, he's a young daughter there, so I'd say he might have. And perhaps probably could have done without this. <laughs> probably could have done without it, but you know, Wes is a very proud fella, and the fact that he was made captain, I know that he wouldn't. He 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 take the arm arm and all for that. Um, the monster, the, the monster juniors are actually quite strong. I know a few lads on it. I played with a couple of lads that are on it, like um, their tight head proper guy from T- TJ Relative from Newcastle West. He is an absolute animal. Uh, I mean, yeah. an animal of a chap. Played a couple of seasons with Shannon, then played a couple of seasons, believe it or not, with Malahide. Um, he's back home now in Newcastle, so he, he's there as well. Um, the other prop is um, Chap of the Roaches from Water Park. He's very good. They have um, your man from Feathered, Connor Kavanagh, at out ha- or number nine. His brother plays in the centre for Nace, Gary Kavanagh. Uh, started yeah. pretty much all of the games for Nace this year. Um, but they're really good at um, 10, 12, and 13. Ty Bennett, who played out half for Shannon for the guts of 10 seasons, is, is, is playing out half for them. And the other fella who is excellent is Willie Welsh from Waterpark. He is a passion right. bit of gear. I, yeah. going, I, I, I think um, I'm considering going down, but it's clashing with the Munster game on the telly, so I might go as far as Thomastown and uh, 
going to my mother's house and uh, pretend I went to New Ross and watched the Munster match in peace at home. Because you all yeah. saw the photographs the last day I was trying to watch a rugby match at home and a three-year-old dancing in front of the telly. So I couldn't. Yeah, yeah no, Coco, I, I, Coco I Mellon takes over sometimes. That's it. They, um, I think there's a bit of falseness in, in I don't know. See, it depends on what team was. Like, Connacht beat Munster and bet them well enough in down there. Uh, then kind of came up to we went over to Connacht and they lost. We won by what three points or whatever, whatever it was. And uh, then Ulster bet us well up north, yeah. but they had seven or six or seven Estonians. And uh, when they went to play Munster, those seven were gone, so obviously they were off partying or had some yeah. better to do that day. Okay. Ulster got beat. Ulster got well beaten by Munster. Yeah. So we have to win. I think. Ulster, if Ulster win, there's it's down to bonus points and stuff. It's it's tight enough. It is tight enough. So it depends on team Ulster put out. Sort of um, I, I, like we have it's. Kieran Fennessy is the guy. Sorry, the thirteen from a tie. Really He's very young, isn't he? Yeah, young player. Really, uh, Ben Watson from is the full back from Wicklow. He's decent enough. Uh, you've that big winger from Sea Point, Eddie Weaver. Uh, did you say? Do you remember him? Can't remember him. No. Well, he was. Uh, no offense, Eddie, but he was a bit and uh, um, wasn't very memorable against Connacht either. Uh, was, sorry if you're listening. <laughs> I didn't say sorry, but it was just, I just, yeah. How uh, did the uh, seed point number seven go? Yeah, Jack, Jack Junkerman, Zach, his name. Yeah. yeah, he played quite well. Yeah, he's a great player. here. Yeah, he's no, they, they, they have, and um, yeah, is it Rudolph McDonald from Monkstown was the number eight? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, he played quite the pick. Look, the pack are quite good, and uh, they have. James Ryan is in there from your Ross. From Ross, uh, yeah. James is James. Yeah. It, like he's a good, he's a solid enough player. He came on James and played quite well Kiki against. Huh? He's a key yeah. man. He's a great man. I remember he actually came. He, he actually came on holidays. It was to France years ago as a young fella. He's the same age as my, or you're too older than me, one lad. But uh, he, I couldn't believe it. Like he's this, this, this lad with the, uh, Less hair than I have <laughs> growing up, but he played. I know, look, I'll joke and say he played, played really, really well. I, yeah, no, I mean, look, they're a solid team, there's not, there's, I mean, they're decent enough players, they just didn't click against Connacht, to be honest. And well, and, and Connacht definitely didn't click it either. So, because I know some of their players, they're uh, not about half in their center, and the referee sent off yellow carded uh, the Connacht center, and I mean, he didn't do it, he literally. Player came in, he was being tackled, and he was sort of he kind of caught him mid riff, as in cut him round the waist, and he sort of with his own being top heavy, kind of turned, but then he just let him down, dropped him to the ground, but he landed straight down, and he gave him a yellow card for it. And it was absolutely was no harsh. reason. Oh, it was seriously hard. Yeah. So they were out without a man for ten minutes as well. Uh, so. uh, let's hope Leinster a bit, uh, a bit more improvement this week. Yeah. And um, why were actually on the Leinster juniors? If I'm correct in saying, Tom, and maybe you could substantiate that, but Pat Crotty, your cousin, 
is the most capped Leinster junior of all time. I think so. He was think anyway. He, a, uh, he definitely was at a scrum half. I think he played every season for 12 or 14 years at Leinster Junior. I think he has up near 40 caps for the Leinster Junior squad. Jenny Mac. Some achievement. Yeah, because was he playing with yeah, he was playing with Kilkenny that time? Should he played with Black Rock as well? He played with Black Rock for a short while. I don't know if he played junior during those years, but no, I think I, I think I, yeah, I think I, I think he's up at about forty odd, between thirty five and forty caps. Savage. Yeah. That's some going. Uh, lads, the best of luck to Carlos uh, seconds and their plate final on yeah. Sunday. Tom, good luck to the boys. Uh, good luck to Leinster against Leicester. Savage match. Can't wait for it. That's tomorrow at five. Before that, we'll be plonked in front of the telly. Well, two of us will out the tree here anyway. <laughs> Thought I'd be up watching it in person. The Munster to lose in the Aviva at three o'clock. And of course, there's plenty of other action on the weekend. The Leinster junior team are playing Munster tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, Saturday. Lots to look forward to. And we'll, we'll have a chat about it all next week and see where we are and the lay of the land and everything like that. Uh, the rugby season is coming to a, the local rugby season anyway is coming to a close um, but uh, we'll keep the, her lit for the next couple of weeks with the Heineken Champions Cup and everything else. Tom Crotty James Branchfield, thanks a million for talking to us no, Talk to you next week folks yeah.